Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. Washington. It's 7.30 in the morning. I'm barely awake. I haven't even finished my cup of coffee. And so, yeah, I was full of animosity and hatred. Oregon. Kenny Wade's going to score! Kenny Wade is going to score! This is an Oregon versus Washington week edition of Dirt and Spray. Brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company. Off Hall Boulevard in Beaverton. Come tailgate at the largest grilling retailer center in the Pacific Northwest this Saturday. Or visit them online at grillworkspdx.com. This game ain't going to be played in Hollywood. It's going to be played on the grass. Oregon versus Washington week with Dirt and Spray on 1080 The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Spray here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a football Friday. Spring and line coming up at 830. Get your fake sponsors in. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. I have to do a podcast tonight on that Blazer game. You'd, wait, what? And I'm afraid. Well, yeah, we haven't done a pod in a while, and uh, I, I'm I'm kind of terrified that I'm going to say too many negative things. You mean that we're starting three guards again? It looks awful. We're doing the three I'm guard sorry. thing like, again. I know they want to lose, and people don't want to believe that mm-hmm. their over under is twenty eight and a half for a reason. The ant scoot thing, I'm out. Like it's a preseason game, and I thought it looked awful. I think neither player looks good without the ball. Thank you. Shaden is starting to really concern me. He seems very quiet and passive and not necessarily like in your face. I'm going to dunk on you and I can. No longer baby Kobe. I mean, I'm still holding out some hope, but uh, you know, there, there's a lot going on. They're 19 and 20 years old. So I'm not, talk, I'm not trying to freak out, but like I'm watching this last night and Aiden has these moments where he weirdly plays soft. And I'm just like, he was outplayed by Yusuf Nurkic last night. Well, Yusuf had some revenge in his heart and, and DeAndre um, Aiden didn't. Uh, well, you know, it's a preseason, uh, but didn't he talk all week about how he was going to be dominating and Jeremy and Brogdon, like <laughs> statistically had good games dirt. I'm yeah. telling you, I watched it. They look like veterans that are going to do just exactly what they need to do without caring. You yes, know because I mean? they know they're going to get traded at the deadline. Yeah, and they're they, playing for yes. their next team. <laughs> I just want people to buckle up because I, I don't, I'm not even sure this team's going to be fun to watch. I used, I went in like, hey, we'll suck, but we'll be the young, entertaining team to watch. And I know again, it's preseason, but uh, I, I have to do a podcast on this, and it's, I don't know what to do. <laughs> 
Well, I would I would advise waiting for more than one preseason game to do a podcast, but that's just me. Well, we have two. Oh, you got to do two. I didn't watch the first game. Well, but you there couldn't are two preseason watch it. games. It wasn't on television. I know, uh, but we haven't potted in a while. <laughs> And I feel like it's preseason, but Sprague's <laughs> going to be giving off all these season-round takes. Like, hey, look, I'll say this. I made fun of you last year because you you were freaking out about preseason Blazers, and I, I thought it's preseason basketball, nobody cares. And uh, they ended up sucking, so in my face. I, so maybe we should freak out again. It was I'll one, follow your freak out. Thank you. I, well, everybody should freak out. It's a terrible I, spot I had to that be game in. as in, like, out, like, it was on the tablet, on the, like off to the side. I get it, yeah. Like, glancing over in between pitches of the Braves and Phillies. Like, oh, look at that. They're down by 15 now. I thought it was just tied. I just, yeah. <laughs> I digress. I digress. Um, you know what? The Blazers will tell you. Yeah. You'll be back. Yeah, well. Um, okay, let's look at the rest of the Pac-12 slate this weekend. So let's we, do it. We've talked a lot about Oregon and Washington. We know, I mean, the winner of that game obviously is in the driver's seat to win the conference. I tend to believe we get a rematch, but as you point out, crazy things can happen, right? Bonex got hurt last year, and they lost to Oregon State. They lost to Washington, right? Damn near lost to Utah, too. They almost lost their last three games of the regular season. Weird things can happen. Um, what are what are we saying on Monday? Because I think mm. we're going to get a really good glimpse of the Pac-12 race, not just in terms of whoever is the winner of Oregon and Washington being the, the leader in the clubhouse, if you will. Yeah. But if USC is to either win or lose, I think it's a takeaway of, okay, maybe they can cobble this together with Caleb Williams and they could score 70 points a game and they'll be all right. If they lose, it's, all right, how many more are coming for USC? Because their schedule is incredibly difficult. Oregon State is right back in the race with a win over UCLA this weekend. I will maintain if UCLA wins, their schedule is about as easy as you could ask for the rest of the way. Not to mention an Arizona-Washington State game that I continue to circle because you know I've been high on the Cougs all year. I'm a little concerned about the way they look last week, and Arizona's moving the ball on everybody that they play right now. Does Jaden Delora screw it up? I don't know. But this is a real weekend, I think, of clarity in the conference. Not that we haven't had already some big matchups, but I think you're going to be able to determine a lot. If Oregon State loses, right, or wins, like this is a really big swing weekend, I think, for a lot of teams. Well, it's massive. Um, you know, however you feel about the Pac-12 now and the teams at the top and how they separate themselves. Again, as I noted to you with schedule, like let's just let's wait a little bit. Okay. October 13th is mighty early to just conclude that UW and Oregon are both going to beat USC and UCLA is going to run the table if they can get past Oregon State. It's just Every year, it it tells us to stop, and then we don't stop the next year, and then we don't. We just keep doing it over and over. I, I think come Monday, we'll figure out obviously the Oregon U Dub thing. I personally think we're going to come in and talk about Oregon State winning twenty seven seventeen against mm. UCLA and kind of a slugfest, defensive based mistake given game uh, where Oregon State just plays a little better because they're at home and UCLA is on the road. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound really weird to some Cougar fans out there. I don't know how much this game is a swing game for them. No. I think they can win this game on a walk-off field goal. Uh, I think I think it's more so if you lose. Like, if you lose back after that start, if you lose back-to-back weeks to UCLA and Arizona, you have to go to Eugene the following week. Yeah, and I you don't feel go good about that. to Seattle at the and end of the I season. I definitely don't feel good about that. Who else have they got on the schedule? Colorado at home. I, Colorado's not well, good. Well, we'll see with Hunter see coming back. back. Like, let's just be fair to that, too, right? It's but, more about not, like, do you cover the spread? It's like, do you win it? And I think just they're going to win, but just win the game. I think it's just win. Like, we can talk about, oh, well, can you believe Washington State eked out a win at, with Arizona at home. I, I actually will come in Monday and say, yeah, I can believe that that happened. Mm-hmm. Arizona's offense statistically has been really good. I think it's unfortunate. If I was a wildcat, I'd be kind of upset that they're going to start Delora 
Uh, it's a game-time decision, but if he's available, it sounds like they'll yeah. start Delora because I think Fafita's better and gives you a better shot. Uh, maybe you play the revenge angle from Delora. But with Washington State, I think because of how one-dimensional they've been offensively, great win against Oregon State. I couldn't have been more wrong on a game. I don't know what to do with Washington State because I don't think they're winning at Eugene. I don't think they're going to beat Washington. And we'll see what happens with Colorado down the road in Pullman. Oregon-Washington, again, I, I still think that you can spin it and say, well, we lost. We can meet them again in the Pac-12 title game. Mm-hmm. Either way, doesn't matter. Those are still really good teams. And Oregon State's going to be probably same as we have now. Dirt, if, if Oregon State wins by 10, I don't think you'll be surprised by that. And I don't think come Monday you're going to go, it's time to put Oregon State well, at the top of the conference conversation because their offense just continues to look clunky. It has. It's it, They've had good moments. They had the Cal game. But then the defense looked awful. Well, if that reverses back because UCLA's defense is more legit than Cal's, what what's my opinion? I'm not going to shift. It's going to be the same take. So I hear what you're saying, but in a way, I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if there's a whole lot of takeaway from the conference depending on these performances. I don't know why, but I'm kind of starting to like USC at Notre Dame. Mm. Notre Dame is a good team. I think we're overvaluing a little bit. Louisville did whatever they wanted offensively to that defense. And as I noted with the Ohio State game, their schedule's brutal. They've been beat up, man. The Duke game was a slugfest. Louisville went and whooped their butts. Ohio State last play of the game. I don't like USC's defense. I'm with everybody on that. But I think Caleb Williams, despite the rain, I think that offense can move the ball. And I, I won't be shocked if Monday we're talking about USC winning on a field goal or winning by a touchdown. Yeah, there is. I, I mean, I brought that up to Ken Barkley yesterday, and he laughed about it. But there is a, there is always a fear in my mind when everybody I've heard this week has taken Notre Dame. And I get it. It doesn't mean that USC is going to win the game. There just is a fear that I naturally have when I hear every person that we've asked this week ask anybody out there who's going to win that game. Everybody I've heard from has said Notre Dame. Colin Wilson earlier today, you asked, hey, Caleb Williams is good. Who's he going to take? Notre Dame. Like everybody. He's taking right. Notre Dame. And again, I get it, but I think there is an aspect of like you remember who the quarterback is on the other side, right? It's like it's like watching one of those villain movies where you think the bad guy's dead and then the main characters are like wandering around. It's like, dude, you realize he's still alive. He's gonna come. You gotta get the kill shot in. Caleb Williams is that man. Like, you gotta take him out. If you don't, he's gonna find a way to beat you. So here's yeah, this is my thing. It's to me, it's not so much a defensive USC thing, right? To me, it's I'm terrified of gambling against Caleb Williams in, in the theoretical sense of gambling. I just, anytime you just mosey on him, we're going to beat USC. Their defense sucks. Uh, okay, but if you are in the fourth quarter and there's two minutes left and it's tied. And he's got the ball in his hands. You're you're puckering. <laughs> yeah. You're scared as hell. Everybody points to his numbers last week. He wasn't really that. Yeah, first half wasn't that good because they were down 17. Nothing on point. Mm-hmm. I watched the second half pinpoint laser accuracy on throws in moments that he needed. So my advice on that is just cautious. Beware everybody out there assuming USC is outright going to lose this weekend. It's kind of a terrifying thing. You mentioned and you asked me, and I kind of got a little long-winded there, You really ha- are you going to have big grandiose takeaways? Because well, I think the Pac-12 is yellow jackets. I think Sarah got eaten. <laughs> And you're going to tell me uh, Susan is the power-ranking number one murderer who's going to kill everybody she wants. But I'm going to tell you, we're still eating each other here. 
And that's what the conference we thought was going to be, and sure. it very well still could be. You said something there about your team, and I want to get to that coming up next. Um, because I there is, I think, a, if they are to win in a certain fashion, I do think there is a big takeaway there. So I want to talk a little bit more about Oregon State and UCLA coming up next. Breaking the line at the bottom of the hour, 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. Get your fake sponsors in. We'll do some gamble and let you know how we did last week. Uh, all that still to come on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impression? them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Look at that synergy, huh? It's fitting. Oregon State's got a big one tomorrow against UCLA. You're confident in your team. I fenced that all week. I am taking UCLA to cover. I think it's a tight game no matter what. But you said something there. So I, I do think this weekend we find out a little bit about the Pac-12 in terms of the obvious case of Oregon-Washington winner. You're going to have a, a leader in the clubhouse halfway through the season. Six weeks, six games in. Okay. Um, I think Washington State can show you that they are going to continue to be a thorn in people's side with a nice win this weekend. If they lose, I think you're then looking in the mirror and saying, where does the rest of the year go? I think USC, I don't know how much I'm going to take out of necessarily a win, but at least they would have a quality win under their belt because I do think winning at Notre Dame is a tough game, and Notre Dame is mainly 5-2 and two because they've played the hardest schedule in the country. Here's what I would say about Oregon State, though. Like, I, I'm with you in terms of like if OSU wins this game, I'm not rushing back to saying that Oregon State is in the mix to win the conference. I need to see more than just a win over UCLA. I think it depends, though, a lot on how do they win and how do they look, mainly offensively. Like, I, I think the argument if you were trying to buy long-term stock this season in Oregon State is that DJ is an incredible talent. It's a tough offense to comprehend. He's going to need a lot of snaps, a lot of playing time, and eventually it's going to start clicking and coming into uh, kind of a clear view for him. He was great last week, and I we talked a lot about it on Monday, man. He was he shredded Cal. I don't know how much you make of that, but he shredded Cal. I genuinely believe that UCLA has one of the best defenses, not only in the conference, but in the country. I think they've shown that throughout the course of the season. To do what they did to Washington State was wildly impressive last week. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was at home, and now they got to go on the road. If, if you're winning this game, and it's a game where DJ looks similar to what he did last week, I will take a lot from that. Because I think there's an, there's an incredible amount of talent there. It's just always been a question with DJ of, like, can he put it together? Mm. If he comes out and you, and you win this game, let's say... 
similar to the Utah win, and it's like 17 to 10, and you win. DJ look, doesn't look very good. Offense is sluggish. You win mainly because Dante Moore is a freshman and he's on the road, and your theory of that's a really hard thing for a freshman to do. Then I tend to agree with you. But I will take more out of an Oregon State win if DJ plays at a – I'm not asking for five touchdowns and six incompletions, but if he looks like he did last week where you're like, damn, dude, he looks comfortable, he looks confident, the ball's out on time, he's accurate. If that's the takeaway from this game, again, I'm not going to pick Oregon State to win the conference, mm. but I do think it brings them back into the conversation more so than a defensive win against a freshman quarterback. Yeah, the Washington State thing, I think they have an Oregon State problem. Win a road game. Like, beating Arizona at home is going to tell me zero about you. Like, you handled your business at the Palouse. Good for you. Arizona's not that good. Good offense, but not that good. I I hear what you're saying, but I I don't think him... So you said... You could take away a lot if he if he impresses, right? He gets up a good stat line. If he uh, plays well against an elite defense. 275, two tuds, no picks, yeah. uh, 67% completion yeah. percentage, okay? good A good game. Uh, let's call it 9.2 yards per attempt, okay? Good that's game. A good, that's a good YPA. You, you said that, and then you ended your entire point by saying, I'm not going to take them as a conference contender. But I'm more scared of playing Oregon State if I see that from DJ. And I don't I don't think I'm there yet. I don't think another good game from DJ at home. This is this is the tough part. I want him to have a good game. I will acknowledge, hey, really good showing. But what I'm saying about this conference and some of these teams are do they travel? Good teams can be good, great teams travel. Oregon can tell us a whole hell of a lot if they go win in Seattle this weekend. It doesn't mean they're bad if they lose, but man, do they tell us a whole hell of a lot to beat Texas Tech in that environment with that kind of game that happened, and then a few weeks later go on the road to Seattle and win against the Huskies, who are maybe the best offense they've ever had in their program history. I just, I'm not ready to conclude if DJ has a good game, everything is resolved because I'm more gambling against a true freshman on the road than I am gambling necessarily on DJ having a good or great game. Mm -hmm. I think the Oregon State defense is just naturally better at home. I think a freshman on the road is naturally not as good as he is at home. And by the way, UCLA, to me, won that game because they ran the football against Washington State. If Oregon State shuts or slows down the running attack, that's where I see the difference here is I don't know how UCLA generates their offense Steele's a pretty good little player. Obviously, Chip's running attack has always been good. But I don't know if a really good DJ game is going to get me to come in Monday and say, well, they figured it out. Yeah, until the next week and then the week after. Like, it only takes one more game to snap that opinion in half. Sure. I I think the argument would be that this is maybe the rest of the season the best defense you'll face. Now, maybe Oregon has something to say about that if they look great tomorrow. But you're not going to play a defense, in my mind, that's as good as UCLA's the rest of the way. You know I you know, I have acknowledged UCLA's defense. Yep. They have the defensive player of the year in the conference right now. I think it's a really good unit. They've also played Coastal Carolina, mm-hmm. San Diego State, NC Central, Utah with a backup quarterback, and last weekend, they got Washington State at home, who still has an Oregon State problem, not won a crucial road game mm-hmm. in the Dickert era. I think it's a good defense. I don't know if it's one of the best in the country yet. I think that's the hard thing with this conference is we know this conference is good. It's deep. It's got a lot of really good teams. I just I can't get a proper measurement because that strength of schedule is pretty brutal. Coastal Carolina, what's the record right now? 
The Chanticleers are dominant. San Diego State. Not good. NC Central? Mm-hmm. I, you know, like Utah with a backup quarterback? I, we'll see. I, you know, We'll see. I think UCLA definitely has the horses, but let's see it this weekend. Travel, go to Corvallis, and in the same sense, see what DJ can do against what appears to be a pretty good group. Who are you taking? Oregon and Washington. I picked Oregon at the three. There is a part of me that's kind of because I've heard the, the same way you've said the UC, USC Notre Dame thing. I, I'm hearing a lot of that with Oregon Washington. A lot of Oregon. I know you're having fun with the everybody's doubting us exactly, and I love that everybody's on the Huskies. But I, every time I listen to anybody I respect analysis or gambling, it tends to come back to Oregon, 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 Oregon. It makes me feel like there's some value in Washington at home against the team they beat last year. But I, I think I'm still going to take the Ducks plus the three would be more my pick. Okay, you got to pick a winner, though. Give me an out. I did. An, Oregon plus the three. Give me an outright winner. Don't Oregon fence plus the three. Give me an outright winner. <laughs> Give me a winner. I'll, t- I'll take you, Dub. Okay. But I still think Oregon can cover that number. That's how tight I think the margins are between these two teams if they're fully healthy for the whole game. So, Ag, you on the Huskies win? You can pick up yeah, the he cover, picked right? He picked yeah. yeah, you're all over the Huskies. See, everybody's yeah. picking against Do you us. think it's it. right at, I mean, to pick a minus three means you think they win by four or more. So, you, what do you see? I think this is back and forward. I think Penix has the ball in the last drive, and he drives him down and gets a game-winning touchdown. Yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm more, I think it's just going to be wild. I, I think, loved uh 42-37 something. Souk asking about Arizona to Lanning yesterday. Hey, they dropped seven in coverage. And, uh, you know, it, it didn't allow deep shots. And Lanning's response was, yeah, they still won. <laughs> and I, I actually love that. I think it's the right answer, right? So, like, what did he learn from Arizona's secondary and the way they did play UW? Again, they gave up 30 points and they lost. But people did note you're not pushing the ball as much down the field. And in the same way, what what does Grubb see from a Texas Tech game, for example, on tape against the Oregon secondary that he feels like he can exploit? Mm-hmm. And and that's you know that those are the matchups, man. It's as simple as that. That's that is where dirt. The coaching can play somewhat of a factor. Who's putting their guys in the right spots? to exploit whatever the weaknesses are that they see on tape. I love you guys just adding to the chip on the shoulder. Nobody's picking us this weekend, man. <laughs> Nobody's giving us a chance. Underdogs going on the road. Yeah. Okay. Nobody's talking about I us. I know, yeah. That's why we play the game on the grass, Sprague. <laughs> You're setting it up beautifully. If your team does lose, you come in money. Well, you know, hey, nobody gave us a chance. <laughs> nobody, we couldn't quite get it done. Nobody gave, That's exactly what Softy's <laughs> done all week. <laughs> and then he says Monday. <laughs> you guys ready to spray the line? Not really. Okay. Well, let's pick the pick some games this weekend, baby. Get your fake sponsors in. 503-864-6326. That is the Vancouver Ford text line. We will do some gambling. That is next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Spreaking the lie. Spreaking the lie. Spreaking the lie. Spreaking the lie. See what we got here today, boys. Spreaking the line brought to you by Sprague's unit. Is it really bigger than Dirt's Johnson? Nope. Small units. Small units unite. Small units you matter. Johnson, a way of life for over 50 years. Spring and Lime brought to you by Dirt's Coffee Poops. It's better to grease the lines before you take it in the shorts using Sprague's gambling advice. We thought Dirt was going to miss the show today because he had to take a pre-gamer. Yeah, I, had to, I couldn't even make it into the studio. <laughs> I, had to, I had a pit stop. By the, the way. We have, a, we have a lobby bathroom that has a code on it, and I know the code because <laughs> of, 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 of you. Oh. You're a good friend. I couldn't give you my secret restroom, but I gave you I a know. different secret restroom. Uh, 54% of the people, by the way, voted medium-sized units. That's fair. Uh, Spring and Lime brought to you by the Platypus. It's a poisonous duck-billed beaver and still makes more sense than a Sprague pick. The Platypus is poisonous? I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Spring and Lime brought to you by Blue Chew, helping Sprague with a small unit. We had a, we had a Coog fan tweet our unit poll question and said his unit was smaller than a zit. <laughs> Yeah. Hmm. Spring Line brought to you by collapsing in the playoffs after a dominant regular season. It's not just for the Yankees anymore, is it, Sprague? <laughs> Why did you do that? That was a low blow. Are we talking about the Dodgers? Uh, no, I believe that is uh, directed at the Atlanta Braves. I mean, we won a real-world series, so. You did, and you won a playoff game, too. <laughs> you won a game. Didn't get swept. You got that going for you. Swag was smiling and laughing 10 <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> Tell that. And now he wants to murder us. Spring and Lime brought to you by Jerry DePoto. Just like a spray pick, even though we didn't get to where we wanted, we should be thankful anyways. Hey, we're just trying to win 54% of our bets around here, okay? I would be excited. If you do that, you're feeling good. 54% of my bets. I got a 3 0 weekend ahead, which is going to get me to 8. What am I at? In 13. Hold on. I'll tell you. Hold on. Here we go. Okay. Uh, I won the weekend last week, boys. Another 3 0 weekend for me. Uh, I hit on the Bengals minus 3 against the Cardinals. 49ers minus 3.5 against the Dallas Cowboys was the easiest bet I have ever won in my entire life. That should have been a 17.5 point spread because the Cowboys are frauds and the Niners are the best team in the NFL. So thank you for the free money, Vegas. Mm. And I hit on the Jags plus 5.5 against the Bills in Ve- and, uh, London. Sprague, you went 2-1 and one last weekend. Nice little bounce back. Although I will shide you for taking a bet that you can't win money on. Beavers minus 9.5 against Cal. You did hit it. Uh, and then the under in New Orleans in New England of 39.5. Oh, I was lucky to hit that one. People you, don't know. You took the Vikings plus 4 against Kansas City for some reason. Uh, hey, you did not hey, hit that hey. one. No, stop. Don't for some reason. <laughs> Who takes back a pass interference call in the end zone yeah. because they said the ball was tipped and it clearly, they hit his arm, not the ball. I, mean, that, you, I got absolutely hosed on that. They should have covered that number. You had a Chiefs player take his helmet off, too, on the field. And, and the ref penalized. consoled him. He's yeah, like, I'm put s- it back on. Put, yeah, put it back on. on. Put I don't want to flag you for this. Uh, swag, you hit on Alabama minus one against AM. That was it. That was it. 
You know, uh, lost on Texas against Oklahoma and took the Bills to cover against the Jags. So season standings now. I'm at eleven and seven ah. after a three and zero weekend. Sprague, you're two and one, got you to five and thirteen. Oh, let's do it. And Swag, you're one and two, dropped you to six and twelve. So that's where we're at. Right Swag now. is very lucky. I went on an zero and nine streak. <laughs> yeah, man. See, you uh, went on an zero and nine streak, and you're only a game behind Jason Swagger. <laughs> Think about 12. that. Uh, so the three thirty three. That's yeah, uh, yes. that's still way better than the Dodgers batting average in the, in the playoffs. So. Batting average ain't bad. Um, okay, here we go. Um, T box is mine. I'm gonna start. I I'm gonna start with my lowest confidence pick out of all of them. But this is just kind of a what the hell? Let's take a flyer. I'm feeling good right now. Oh no. I'm gambling on the Washington Commanders this weekend. Oh, the commies. Left hand up. Good Left luck. hand up, and I'm going to do it for two reasons. Yes. One, I think the commies are embarrassed by getting smoked at home by the Chicago Bears in their last game. Because they didn't play last weekend, did they? Or no, it was Thursday, right? It was Thursday. Thursday night football, yeah. So they got embarrassed by the Bears. I think you're going to get a valiant bounce-back effort from the commies. Okay. And they are going on the road to take on the Falcons, who I don't think the Falcons are good. Hmm. I don't think they're good. They're eking out these games over hmm. not very good teams. Desmond Ritter undefeated at home. I'm getting two and a half points. Okay. I'm taking those two and a half points. Give me the commies plus two and a half in Atlanta. Okay. Uh, is the floor mine now? The floor. Yes. With two and one weekend, the floor is yours. Uh, I am, uh, I'm going to go to a game in the uh, early slate that I'm kind of excited for. Or if it's an afternoon game, I have to go look at the time. But uh, that's neither here nor there. We're roaring this weekend. Roar, boys. We're roaring loud and proud. Go look at the schedule of the Lions, by the way. At Tampa this weekend, if they can take care of business, then they're at Baltimore. Very tough game. And then till December 30th, they could really go on a real run here. There's no turds here. The Lions? Sneaky kind of still in this one seed thing in the NFC here. But they need to take care of business. I think they do this weekend at Tampa Bay. I will lay the three points. I just think the Lions' defense can slow down a, a somewhat inconsistent Buccaneer offense. And I, I just, I like Detroit, man. I think they got the real good mental makeup here. I'm taking Lions minus the three. Swag. I will start in college. I will follow the herd of massive asses. I think USC finally gets exposed this weekend. They have been living the high wire act that is Caleb Williams. I think Notre Dame is totally embarrassed after laying a giant egg at Louisville. Uh, they will get home. Touchdown Jesus will be there to embrace them. I will lay two and a half points and take the Irish. All right, second pick. I also, I'm also i going to get to the Lions game in a second because I also have that on my docket. But my second pick, too, uh, I'm going to go with a team that won me some money last weekend, and I'm going to try and ride a heater here. I think, I think Jacksonville got off to a really shaky start at the beginning of the year. And they had a really embarrassing loss at home to Houston. They they found themselves a little bit. That was a nice win over Buffalo. I know it was overseas, and the ending was a little clunky. But that was a really quality win. They're, to me, the favorite in that division, as they should be. They're back at home this week taking on the Colts, a team that they've beaten week one with Gardner Minshew, at quarterback, who I don't think is very good, but we just like talking about. I don't think the Colts are a very good team. Mm -hmm. And I like Jacksonville to win this game going away at home, finding their stride a little bit in that AFC playoff picture. I'm taking the Jags minus four at home against Indy. Is it four or four and a half? I DraftKings, I got four okay, right I'll now. Okay, I'll put it at four. Uh, next pick for me, I'm going to play an over-under here. Uh, it was like the only thing I could win last weekend. And it's a game that I think could be pretty exciting and fun and one we haven't talked at all about. Seattle on the road at Cincinnati here. The Seahawks against the Bengals, who are coming off a pretty impressive output against Arizona. Maybe feeling a little more confidently about what they are now. Figuring this out. Joe Burrow looking a little better. I also like the Seahawks offense. 
I think they can move the ball. I'm going to play the over of 44 and a half in Ooh. Seattle and Cincinnati. I think we get a little points. It's up to 45 on DraftKings, but I'm going over too. I don't know. Neither oh, of these no. defenses oh, no. can uh, seem to slow down the other offense. Are you seriously picking the exact same pick? I Yeah, I wrote I'm it I'm not picking this. I'm deleting it. <laughs> And it's 44 and a half on Vegas Insider. Oh. Well, DraftKings. Local which line. We you got to go local line. 45. 45. What's the line that I you will can go gamble? over the 45. I think okay. both of these teams easily get into the 20s. I think the winner is okay. in the 30s. Yep. <laughs> uh, Jamar Chase is, uh, as we know, always effing open. Uh, I don't. Is, is Diggs back for the squawks? Seems like something you should have known before making the pick. I don't think it matters. Chase is always open. Let's go. Burrow's figured it out. He's figured out how to play with a bum calf. We're going over 45. Is a key member of the defense playing? I don't know as I make this pick. Look. Maybe that's why the record's 6-12 and 12 on the year. I'm just saying. I'm <laughs> better than 5-13. That is true. That is true. I'm we with, got a last place beef brewing right now. I love this, man. <laughs> We're fighting for last. I'm largely with you here, but I cannot have two picks that are both picks from you guys. I didn't want to have that. I will pivot out of my over on this and let you stand solo, even though I like it. I'm taking the Niners minus 10. Okay. We're laying massive wood. This is Jeff Russ. 10-inch hog stuff we're Not talking about. With me. And we Today are going to win in the big and wood. smacking the, the Cleveland Browns all in the face. I've seen DTR play. It's going to be wet. It's going to be rainy. Jeff Russ likes it when it's wet. Lay the big wood. Niners minus the 10. We're looking at a 23-3 outcome here. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's – I just don't – how does Cleveland score in that game? They I don't. don't. I that's don't. That's the spoiler alert. How they do don't. they score? If the 49ers can get to 21, they can cover that number pretty easily. Also, sneaky revenge game for Shannon. He hates this organization. That's a good point. They ran him right out of there. He wanted to be there. They didn't want him. That's a good point. I think for the integrity of the segment, I'm going to do the same thing. I also love the Lions minus three. I don't like doubling, double dipping on picks, but it's going to happen from time to time. We don't talk about these picks. We don't. We just shoot from the hip when the segment comes, and that's how it goes every Friday. So I'm going to change that up. I'm going to go with the London game back-to-back weeks. I love this. Um, Do you wake up and watch it? I will. Yeah, I probably will this week. Um, I I I love Baltimore in this game. I do. I don't think Tennessee is a very good football team, um, and Baltimore is coming off an emotional loss against Pittsburgh. I get it that it's hard to travel all the way over there and win, but I think that was an eye opener for the Ravens. I think they can wake up their passing attack against a Tennessee secondary that has a hard time stopping people this season. And I trust Baltimore's defense more than I trust Tennessee's defense, mm. especially against the run. I think the Ravens win this game by a. Touchdown, so I will take the Ravens minus four as my last pick in London. Uh, my final pick, uh, I'm going to quite enjoy this one. I'm going to play the Ken Barkley special. I'm taking the under of 42.5 with Saints and Texans. No tank Dell, and the Texans offense struggled mightily. I think the Saints defensive line can get the pressure on Stroud, cause some mistakes. Impressive output by New Orleans. I thought that was a combo of New England crapping all over themselves at home. I, I can see them getting the 20s here. I don't know if the Saints can, and or the Texans can. So I'm going to take the under 42.5 Saints-Texans. Okay, swag, last pick. Uh, last pick, Rams-Cardinals. Rams minus 7. The Cardinals have one of the worst secondaries, pass defenses in all of the NFL. Cooper Cup is now back. Puka Nakua looks like he's on track to be the offensive rookie of the year. You got a tight end. They can give Matthew Stafford just enough protection. Uh, and if he can diagnose things pre snap, he will carve them up. Uh, the defense 
uh, is still just good enough to to force a couple of turnovers from the Cardinals. I'll take the Rams minus seven. Rams minus seven. How about that? Okay, let me type that one out. We'll give you our final uh, readout here. Rams minus seven. Um, okay, here we go. The picks this week. I am on the Commanders plus two and a half in Atlanta against the Falcons. I like the Jags minus four against the Colts at home and the Ravens minus four against the Titans over in London. Sprague is on the Lions minus three against Tampa. The 49ers minus 10 against the Browns in the under of 42 and a half in the Saints and Texans game. Swag is on Notre Dame minus two and a half against USC. The Seahawks Bengals over a 45 in the Rams minus seven against the Cardinals. A reminder, season records. I'm 11 and seven. Swag is six and 12. Sprague is five and 13. Sprague in the line brought to you by the Broncos with Russell Wilson's contract. Still not as financially devastating as a Sprague pick. Mr. Unlimited. Uh, let's see here. One more. Sprague in the line brought to you by Mario Cristobal. Hiring him is the only decision worse than following Brandon's picks. <laughs> Boom goes to Dynamite. Let's wrap it up. Send you off in your weekend next on the fam. There you go. Fist bumping your way into the weekend every single Friday. What a weekend we have. What a weekend we have. Can't wait. Pre-game show will be on the air tomorrow at 8 a.m. 8 a.m. So if you're driving up to Seattle, tune in. And uh, I, the wife is working tomorrow. <laughs> I had some buddies that, that texted and asked, uh, do you want to get together and watch the game? And I, I immediately said, you can come over here if you would like to, but no children are allowed. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're not bringing kids to that. This is event. way too big of. This is there's way too much on. I'm surprised you even offered them to come to your house. I just say, hey, look, if you want to come over here, that's fine. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not moving. I got one thing I got to do after the pregame show tomorrow, and that is to run my dog into the absolute ground. Oh yeah, so he does not uh, wake up the rest of the day, and I'm going to sit down and enjoy this thing on the edge of my seat. I can't wait, man. It's going to be a really fun Saturday. A couple of games on early in the morning. The 12:30 slate's great, and then it finishes with a bang. You got UCLA, mm-hmm. Oregon State, US. Notre Dame. It's going to be a hell of a day of football tomorrow. Uh, I just need it to be better. You know, I am seeing Twitter and Braves Twitter is like, hey, we had a great season. I'm never going to forget this year. And I'm still sitting here pissed off that Kevin Pillar doesn't know to run to home plate when the ball <laughs> clearly is away. What would you have said if they would have thrown him out? I don't care. He wouldn't have gotten thrown out there. That was obvious. He was halfway and the dude still hadn't gotten to the ball. And then he just stops. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do when he comes up at bat? He breaks a bat. He's a little bloop. (laughs) The worst possible out with a runner on third. Let me do a bloop pop-up to the shortstop so we can't tag and score. That's how you come full circle. Kevin Pillar, don't ever wear a Brave jersey again. Ever. You're banned. I cursed your name last night in my house. You You know how I feel about you, Darvish, now. How are you going to be Monday if Oregon State doesn't win tomorrow? Are you going to be all right? I'm going to be a wreck. <laughs> I'm going to get softy on the show again. Just book him every it's day. piss you off. I want to do whatever I get to bring you down to my level. <laughs> it's going to be a really tough outcome if Oregon wins and Oregon State loses. Oh, man. It's got to Monday. hurt. Monday's going to be a fun show. No matter what, you either get to tune in to hear me boast or tune in to make fun of me. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Oregon State's got a big game. Uh, poll questions quickly. Let me scroll back a little bit here. Who you got, Oregon State, UCLA, 80% of you taking Oregon State. Mm. Who you got, Oregon or Washington, 71% of people taking Oregon. Do you like doing these poll questions on those games? Because you know they're going to vote one way. And uh, how much of the preseason game did you watch? 62% of you said none, rightfully so. Good for you. Good for you. None? None. 62%? Good for you. Mental health matters, people. Uh, And you should check your mentals and not watch that crappy organization. Hey, that'll do it for us. Happy Friday, everybody. Have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football. Obviously, the Duck game here on the fan tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back to 
Normal intros and all that on Monday, breaking everything down uh, down that happened over the weekend. If you miss any of the show today, you can go check the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com, at Turton Sprague, and at 1080thefan. Thanks so much for being a part of our Friday. We'll talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. Calling us next. You're listening to 1080thefan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 